0: today um we're going to um share testimonies you guys are going to share testimonies just of who jesus was to you in 2019 so let's let's pray for a little bit and then i'm going to call some folks up um lord you are so good and so we just give you praise lord we we set our hearts on you to hear from you yes but also to be changed by you lord that's that's the invitation we give you you have access to our hearts to change us or do you have access to our mind to change our minds so lord we want to hear from you today and we we want to set our hearts and our minds on you um because we know that that's a place of life that are life so holy spirit do that amazing thing you do that you just personalize words being spoken but it goes straight to the center of our heart because you're not a silent God. You, you speak. Um, you're attentive and you're present. And you're loving. So, Lord, we we set our hearts to receive from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, have you ever noticed how quick we are to, to slap a label on something? Um, or to slap a label on people? Or to slap a label on ourselves? Um, and I think that's especially true when it comes to a year. How many of us have already slapped a label on 2019 that said, uh, 2019, that was a hard year. Uh, 2019, woof, man. They were. In, we look at the year and we, we say, you know, yes, there were hard things, but we label it as a hard year. Before we move forward into the new things that God has for us in a new year, it would be a mistake to not pause... And look back and just create a a monument of remembrance of the goodness of God. Of ways that he provided and restored and set things in motion. I I love Dave Powers has a story of what he he just dubbed it as. And I forget the label that he had put on it, but it was like the year from hell. It was like the worst year of his life. I mean, there's the way he describes it. And it was a year where was financial loss and the year where the people didn't step up and the family kind of turned their backs and there were, all, there were a lot of bad things. And the Lord got his attention and said, said that is not how I see that year. And Dave said, well, how do you see it, Lord? And he said, that's the year I saved you. That's the year I saved your marriage. That's the year I saved your family because you were so consumed with so many other things. That's exactly where you were headed, you were headed for, for a, a marriage that, that was on the verge of falling apart and a family that was just on the verge of being broken. And I saved you that year. That's how I remember that year. And so I want to encourage us. There were hard things in the year, no doubt, no doubt. But God at work in that moment can we can we stop and look back on the year and say, Lord, all I saw was the heaviness, all I saw was the hurt, but Lord, you were at work. Lord, that's the year you saved me. Lord, that's the year I, I finally saw you provide. Lord, that's the year that I truly believed, or, or whatever it would be. So I wanna I wanna. I want us to, to look at a few scriptures. And I, I want to point something out here. What, what's the difference between a suggestion and instruction? I know we've got a few military men in here. And I think for the for the military folks, we, we don't have to worry about it. They know the difference between suggestion and instruction. But but maybe, maybe we don't all kind of give thought to it. So I just want to read the Oxford definition um, suggestion is an idea, plan, forward for consideration. Huh? That's interesting. Hmm. You've provoked thought. Hmm. Okay. Instruction is a direction or an order. It's not just posed out there for you to to be inquisitive about. There are times I think that we're guilty, and I know I'm guilty of looking at Scripture and saying, "Oh, what a wonderful suggestion! What a great suggestion! Wow, how thought-provoking that was! I'll I'll consider that." Why did God give us His written word? The early church didn't have have the written word. They couldn't just pull out their phone or their iPad or have a beautifully bound Bible or a or a an expensive paperback Bible. They didn't have that and the convenience we had. Why did He give us His written word? It's because He has a plan for us and He has instructions and directions and He wants us to seek Him out and to be obedient to those things because the things He's guiding us on life. So I want to read a few scriptures. Psalm 119.46 says this, I will also speak of your testimonies before kings... And I shall not be put to shame, psalm 22:22. 22, 22. I will tell of your praise to my brothers in the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. Mark 5:17. Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, "Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you, and tell them how he has had mercy on you." Revelation 12:11. And they conquered him by the they have conquered the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. Psalm seventy one, fifteen through eighteen. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of deeds of salvation, all the day. For their number is past my knowledge. With the mighty deeds of of the Lord God I will come I will remind them of your righteousness yours alone O oh God from my youth you have taught me and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds so even to old age and gray hairs O oh God do not forsake until I proclaim your might to another generation your power to all those who come So today that's what we're going to do we're going to not follow the suggestion that we see in scripture but the instruction it is good for us to to proclaim to declare to give god praise to testify to give testimony to tell the story of god's faithfulness in your life whatever phrase you want to use with it it is good and it's instructed to us so there are there's are some folks um that have said, yeah, I want to share, but I want to throw this open right now. If you want to share, we'll make room for you. And and here's what I've asked of those who are sharing. Just just a few minutes. Just, you know, look at it like three minutes-ish, okay? And point us to God. Talk about His goodness. Talk about His faithfulness. And here's this last little cap. I want it to be in the context of 2019. God was faithful to you in 2019. I don't care how hard it was. God was faithful to me in 2019. He provided for me in 2019. He made ways for me in 2019, no matter how hard it was. And so those are the things, just you know, a few minutes long, point us to Jesus and how, what He did, what He did for you, who He is for you um, this past year. So I asked Andy to kind of kick us off. I know we're going to need a box of uh, tissue. That would probably be a wise thing to have up here. So if someone throw me a box. There you go. Hey, there you go. Nice.
1: All right. Well, now that Mark's laid out all the ground rules, I'm going to break them all. I'll just ask for forgiveness instead of permission. I'm one of the pastors. I feel like I have that liberty. So... um this really is about twenty nineteen but uh the reason I say I'm breaking the rules is kind of what I want to share starts in twenty seventeen and you'll see God's hand throughout all of it as I as I share. But um in twenty seventeen my wife and I decided that um it was time to buy a house. We wanted to buy a house, we wanted to get out of debt and um we felt like you know, that was that was our plan. So uh my wife took a job with the intention of being able to pay off debt and be able to save for a house. And within, I don't know, maybe a month of that happening, um, I took a giant demotion uh, at my work and lost about 26% of my income. And when that happened, in, in the moment, it was, it was difficult. It was hard. And it obviously put a stop to <laughs> what our plans were. Um, but even then, I have recognized God's faithfulness in that my position basically offset the loss that I had taken. So even though it was hard to 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 deal with that, um, I could see God's goodness even in that, that, you know, he had prepared and had provision for that time. But uh, then through 2017, you know, we were kind of trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to do this? What does this look like? The um, things that we had aren't working out, so what do we do? And in 2018, um, you know, God made a way and in May of 18 we were able to buy a house even though our plans weren't you know, unfolding the way that we had anticipated um, so he, he just made a way for that to happen and it was just an amazing thing and I'm still just in awe but um, and then later that year just a handful of months later I lost my dad and uh, today's his birthday <laughs> and it's uh, it gets a little easier every day But I share that, one, because today's his birthday, and so he's on my heart, but another to say that in 2019, God was faithful for every day that I have, like right now, when it's hard, he was there. And he's just faithful to comfort and to to be there. And so I just am thankful to God for that, that, um, that he's taking care of our family, he's taking care of my mom, uh, god's made sure that she 's cared for, and uh he's just been there for all of us as we mourn and grieve, and He mourns and grieves with us and so he 's good and in twenty nineteen he he showed up every time without fail uh to just comfort and encourage and uh just let me know that I'm loved and you know my dad misses me, but my heavenly Father cares for me as well and uh in the, at the end of 20, of 2019, we had a, a Financial Peace University class uh, at the church. And and my wife and I went through that along with some other folks. And um, so 2018, that piece of it was kind of preparation for what the Lord was going to do in 2019. And so, you know, the, the Lord wants us all to be free, guys. He wants us all to be free. He wants us to be free um, in our soul. He wants us to be free... Uh, financially, to, for us to have freedom, and, and he made that all happen in 2019. It started in 17 with our plans, but his plans are bigger and better and greater. And so in 2019, um, through things that the Lord has orchestrated, um, you know, now we sit in a home of our own. Uh, in 2019, you know, we're still working through the, the Dave Ramsey baby. We're not totally there, but the debt-free peace is there, and that's all God. Like I didn't see how that was going to happen, or what, you know, what could happen, make that happen, but he happened, and it's just an amazing thing. And um, you know, kind of going back to 17 with the demotion and all of that at my work, it became a very just not happy environment for me. Um, the work situation over the last handful of years has just been very difficult, and while I love and appreciate the people that I worked with, the coworkers that I worked with for so many years. Um, It was hard to get up every day and go to work. It was hard to wake up and go to to that job every day. But there just was not a way in 17 or 18 for that to change for various reasons. And I'm already going to go over time, so I don't want to go too crazy. but, But now in 2019, you know, December 1st of 19, I started a new job. Um, He made a way in that. A friend of mine that has been wanting me to come to work for him for years, but wasn't in a financial position himself to make that happen, God made a way for that. So I say all that to say um, God is good. He he was good in 2019. He's faithful. And uh, this morning, as I was thinking about sharing, the Lord just gave me this verse, and I don't want to mess it up, so I'm going to pull it up. It's a short one, so I should remember, but, you know. Proverbs 13, 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. And I just want to encourage you guys with this. Don't let hope deferred make your heart sick because he is faithful. Look every day and you'll see his hand in your life and the way that he's working. And just know that that fulfilled desire, that tree of life, it's coming. And it may not be through our means or methods uh, or in our timing, but it will come.
0: Thank you. Andy, uh, along with his wife uh, Kim, are on our pastoral team, and so I do want to throw out a disclaimer: uh, no one else who's sharing gets as long as Andy got. Okay. All right. Who, who's next? Come on up. All right. Abby Horn, everybody.
2: Abby. That's Okie dokie. Um, so I'm Abby, in case you don't know me. I am a teenager. Crazy. <laughs> um I don't know. 2019 was a really weird year for me. Um, how did it start? I was riding horses. I feel like I was a completely different person. At the beginning of the year, I was not enjoying riding horses. If you heard my testimony, I think, was it earlier this year?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think
2: it was. Um, you heard that whole story with long. Um, <laughs> but I quit riding horses in March, which was one of the best decisions I've ever made because that, like, freed up me figuring out who I am and, like, branching out and that type of stuff. Um, I was also struggling through... School. I was homeschooled. It was not for me. That was not what I was supposed to be doing to, like, thrive, I guess you could say. Um, And I barely finished homeschool in time to actually join a school. And I was able to get into Flatirons Academy, which is this, like, Christian private school, which I was nervous to go to at first because I had previously gone to a different Christian private school, not the best experience for family, so I was kind of, like, held back, like, I don't know if I really, like, want to, because <laughs> um, I was like, people are going to be the same, they're going to be meanie pants, and it's not going to be good, um, and that was definitely not the case, um, I, oh gosh, how long have I been here? four months, five, four months. I have made the best friends that I could ever imagine making, Um, which is amazing (laughs) Um, because the longest time I was like lonely, I had no friends, I had no confidence around people, which was crazy because that's changed. Um, Making these friends that I've made have brought me out of my shell and it's crazy to think like the person, I bet you guys could all Like, even the people who know me here, like, they know, like, I was very shy and very, like, held off from people. It's not no more. (laughs) I am not that person anymore. And that's crazy to think because of, like, where I started this year. And, like, really thinking about it, God, like, put me through all the struggles that I had to go through to get to this school to make these friends. Because I made... A bad, I thought I made a bad decision at the beginning of homeschool to join homeschool. I beat myself up every day like I hate this so much and I just want to leave and I want to go to school but if I did after my first year of homeschool I wouldn't be where I am and if I quit her horses earlier I wouldn't have moved up here and then I wouldn't have joined homeschool and then I wouldn't have been in homeschool for two years And then I wouldn't have uh, moved down, moved my horses down to Golden again, and made my theater friends. Would never would have even thought of doing her, which is crazy. Who would I be without theater? Um, I wouldn't have had those friends. I wouldn't have had my school friends. I wouldn't have had those friends because I wouldn't have been able to branch out, and that's kind of kind of cool to think back, and be like, I hated going through all that stuff, and I beat myself up every day, like, why did I start this? Why did I even think I'd be good at homeschool? Because I'm not, it's not, not the move. Um, and it was kind of cool to look back these past couple months, and be like, well, God gave me these great group of friends that have already took me so, like, through so much stuff, and brought me out of my shelf, and done all that stuff, and it's just, it's cool to look back and think. So you know, just have faith that you might be going through something hard, and you might be beating yourself up every day about it. But just know that eventually, it'll be worth something, and that's good. <laughs> so
3: thank you.
0: You know, Abby, the Lord showed His provision and His faithfulness, um, and He will always show His faithfulness and His provision. Um, so thank you for sharing. Yeah. Represent the teens. Whoop, whoop. All right. Uh, well, let's go ahead and call up uh, whoever wants to come up next. We, we, we established who who's starting. That was Andy. And we have someone who's our closer. So we call him the closer. Um, that, it's a baseball thing. Like, call it, we're going to call him the closer. Um, uh, but whoever's next, come on up. Kim. By the way, we, we've at, at church we've always had... We've always had Kims, and I talked about labels earlier. So, like, years ago, we had two different Kims. All of a sudden, Kim Smith started being referred to as Awesome Kim, which that was a good label, um, which probably made the other Kim feel bad, because why wasn't she Awesome Kim? But I, I think we have two Awesome Kims, because you're awesome. I do. We have Awesome Kims.
4: Well, thanks. <laughs> you <got> awesome socks. <laughs> Thank you. So, I want to start with a scripture. I was trying to think of what would capture 2019 for me, and so it's Ezekiel 35:26. I will give you a heart, and I will put a new, a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And so, um, you know, just like everybody else, um, you know, life happens and things happen, and Um, you know, sometimes people get softer and sometimes people get harder when things happen in life. And, you know, a lot of things happened for me and and the way that I responded was I just got harder. And I got bitter and sad and shut down. And, um, you know, I I knew that that's not what God wanted for me. And I knew that... um, there had been so many times in my life where I had such joy and and everything was so wonderful, even when it was hard. And so, um, one of the things that I prayed for in 2019 is that I would I would be able to find people that I could that 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 shared my story, that shared my heart, that that understood. And I prayed, and I felt alone, and and I. I ended up, um, coming here and, and what happened for me, um, in 2019 is that very slowly, like, um, ice cream melting or an ice cube melting. What's happening is that, um, God is, is changing me. He is turning my heart uh, back into flesh and he is taking away the bitterness and, um, putting a sweetness there. I know I can still be kind of sparkly now and then, but I'm working on it. (laughs) And, um, and I know that as long as I am open and telling God that I, that I want whatever he wants from me, that that change is going to continue to happen. And I'm so grateful that, um, that is doing that. And I'm, and that's, for 2019, that's what's happened for me, is that um, I'm getting my heart back.
0: That is wonderful. Oh, great job, dude. All right. A- Avery Staniforth, everyone.
5: So if you don't know me, I'm Avery. I'm a teenager. Yeah, I'm pretty cool. Um... <laughs> 2019 for me, it was it was a hard year. Like, I was going through a lot of stuff at the beginning of the year. Um, it started out, like, I was not in a good place mentally. I didn't have a good friend group. Um, I was bullied a lot, and I was letting people walk all over me, and it, it was really hard. Um, and I kind of just, like, let a lot of toxic people be around me. I didn't know how to let them go. And it wasn't good for me at all. So um um, then I started getting closer to God. Like I've always gone to church, but I guess I haven't been close with God until twenty nineteen. But He really opened my eyes this year when I got baptized and then I met like my amazing group of friends over there and I became close with a lot of people at school who think the same as me. We have the same beliefs and I've made a really good friend group and 2019 was hard, and, like, I got, I isolated myself because I didn't know what to do or who I was or anything like that, and going into high school was hard, like, meeting a lot of new people, and fake friends, and drama, and new teachers, and a lot of hard school work. It was a lot to go through, and finding myself, and I'm so I'm in a really good place now I'm so glad that I started coming to church more and I have a lot of good friends and life is just so much better and I really didn't think it was going to get better because of what I was going through but I'm just gonna say if you're going through something hard just pray and God will be there for you no matter what you're going through and I think that he really opened my eyes and when I got baptized it was like the best thing that I've ever done and it was the coolest experience. So I would just say trust in God because he's always there for you no matter what.
0: Alright, uh, as, as the next person comes up, um, let me take the opportunity to segue into a commercial. Um, if you haven't been baptized, um, come let us know. Um, and uh, you also could have an experience like Avery by the way, and uh, A- Avery might become our new like baptism coach because we ask somebody to prepare like hey before you 're baptized, you know we want you to say who Jesus is to you, and she broke out her phone and she read this amazing heartfelt thing and then was baptized and it was it was amazing um so if you haven't been baptized yet and you want to be baptized let us know um normally we we have a baptism service on february or on super bowl sunday um but with dave powers available to come minister um we we've kind of bumped that and we haven't rescheduled it so we will reschedule it just for you come on miss joy I'm just gonna stand down. you're gonna stand down there okay it's easy to stand Oh, there we go.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, I just um, kind of have a little story to tell. Um, I love hearing the testimonies from the youth, and um, how exciting is that? And, but I told Mark, it's like, I don't think 2019 is one of these wow years. I mean, I can't say, wow, I gotta have a whole new group of friends, you know. <laughs> but um, I got to think, I said, you know, I, I can always testify to God's goodness that is, you know. Um and I, I just I wanted to share a little bit um many years ago when I was a, a young um, woman in church and um we would have I oh, maybe quarterly or every now and then testimony nights on Sunday nights. Anybody remember those? <laughs> but, um and uh I just remember there was always this one man no matter what when Pastor Larry said anybody else he'd always stand up and he's like, I just want to praise the Lord. I want to praise him that he's faithful, that he's, he died for me. He saved my soul. He's always with me. I can call on him anytime I need him. And so every time he'd stand up, and it was almost like I would go, oh, here he goes again, you know. He's always going to say the same thing, you know. And then I begin to realize the years where he lost his wife, where he had healthy shoes. He still would stand and say I'll testify to my Lord because he's good. And he saved me. And he's always with me. And his grace is sufficient. And I always know I can call on his name. And he's there for me. And so that is my testimony too. Now that I've been with him for a very long time and he saved my soul. And he loves me. And even when the enemy tries to bring back things... You know, have you ever had something you dealt with and then all of a sudden you see yourself in the same pattern and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, the enemy never stops. If the enemy ever stops bothering you, then you better look at where you're at with the Lord because he's always going to try to get you to believe the old lies uh, that you've that's long past gone. So... um, just remember that, uh, you know, the Lord has delivered you. You don't have to go back into that. And so that's my testimony. Amen. Thank you,
0: Ms. Joy. Um, Did I have on before? Now it's on. This is Christy, everyone. Um, you no, know, hearing Joy talk about the lies of the enemy. Um, when Abby was sharing her testimony... Um, for everything that she had to share about, I could just imagine a lie of the enemy. You know, oh, you know, you're going to a new school. Oh, it's going to be just like it was before. Oh, nothing's changed. Oh, it's going to be a bad experience. A lie meant to keep us from walking into the newness of what God has. You know, oh, you know, you, you don't have many friends. You You don't make friends easily. You're not going to have friends. Lie, lie, lie. And what's the result? She's got this incredible circle of friends. So the encouragement here is... Um, for every lie that the enemy throws our way, there's a truth that God that, that contradicts what the enemy is speaking that we need to grab a hold of.
6: So. And that's that's um, something part of who I am. I I love sharing my testimony. Like everywhere I go, I'm at the dentist office, and I can't help but talk about what God did for me that week. And it's amazing how God used you, and I love to be used. And as you made me reflect this last year, I helped six people come to the Lord last year. And I'm just like that. <laughs> that is incredible my mother was baptized my sister has always been agnostic and through my testimony and what i'm able to share she's like you know you might have you might be making some sense there might be a real god out there you know and i helped her go through some prayers and god has been faithful to her and provided for her and and just opened her eyes and then just sitting in my dentist office getting my teeth cleaned, I mentioned a dream that I had and how God helped me figure out something. I was having issues with my digestion and he gave me a word. And I was like, he did this for me. And she's like, she starts crying. She's like, I had a dream this morning and I prayed and shower that God would let me know what I need to do. And I was like, let's get together. And we spent four hours together and oh, you know, just bringing her to the love of Jesus. And I love doing that. That's just so powerful to me. So he was, you know, there's times that I do feel like, am I helping enough people? Am I doing enough? Am who's going to need me? You know? And I start hearing those lies, too. And God goes, look. Look, Christy. Look what you did. You helped this person. You helped this person. You helped this person. Because you were bold. And and you shared your testimony. And I know that that's going to multiply. I pray that it multiplies. I'm not the only one I'm going to share my testimony. Every one of those people I helped is going to share their testimony because when God lights you up, you just can't help but to to touch other people's lives and see the miracles that he has for them. And so for me, 2019 was looking back, back on it was pretty amazing, but I really want to share one of my friends, <clears throat> my neighbor, David he had been in through so many heart attacks and has been disabled from agent orange from vietnam he had gotten to a place of such anger and i loved spending time with him i would spend conversations with him i would talk to him about god and he loved god too but he was catholic and he had a different he had traditional ways to pray he didn't actually build a relationship with god And I one day uh, was on my way to a prayer meeting, and God just grabbed my heart and He said, I want you to go to your neighbor's house right now. And I was like, Okay, I'll do that. I dropped all my plans. I went over. He was in such a place of bitterness. His wife was having shingles. She had gotten the shingles, but she was still carrying on that nerve pain. And it made him so angry to see his wife in such pain every couple of minutes. And he was bitter with the Lord. He was angry that the Lord would let this happen to him and his wife. He hated seeing that. And he confessed to me that I am the phone just to scream at somebody, just to yell at them so that I can get this anger off my chest. And at that very moment, I was like, David, we need to pray. We need to change the atmosphere in your house. This anger is not good for your soul. Let's change this. So we started praying, um, and I asked for the angels to come and to provide support in this army, in this battle. And his dogs, he's got three chihuahuas. <clears throat> I asked for the angels to go to the doors and the windows, you know, and the dogs went immediately to the window and started barking. And my neighbor's eyes, I wasn't surprised. My neighbor's eyes went, What's going on? You know, like there was an intruder there. And I said, Okay will you please let the dogs know that you're here in this battle, that we're going to change the atmosphere in this house and to calm them down. Those dogs instantly stopped barking. They don't stop barking until you're sitting down and you calm down. They're still barking at me and I have to pet them and let them know that I'm safe. They instantly stopped barking. David's faith was just like, whoa. And I'm like, David, Jesus is with you all the time. He is in pain with you. Watching your wife suffer. He's with her. He's helping. He's going through it with her. He's suffering with her. He's suffering with you. He's right there sitting next to you every time you feel angry. And I want you to know that's there. And he looked at the couch and he's like, he's right there. I'm like, actually, right now he's standing right next to you. And he's like, he is? You know, and I'm like, yes, he is. And so we started to pray. And I'm like, let's ask God for forgiveness for being so angry. And So he did, and I led him through some prayer. And then I was like, ask God to help you shift this atmosphere and to bring joy and bring happiness into your home. Um, Because he has the power to do that. And you have the right to tell the enemy to go away because it's the enemy that's bringing you to this state, not Jesus. So he did it, and he followed through. And then it was shortly after he talked about um, inviting the Holy Spirit's baptism. And I was like, you know what? Let's pray for the Holy Spirit's baptism on you. I don't think you've ever gone through that, have you? And he's like, no. So we asked for the Holy Spirit to baptize him. And <clears throat> a week later, he came to me. He's like, Christy, I had this most amazing dream. I come outside and everything's still, nothing's moving, and it was fall time, so the leaves should be moving at least, but there's nobody coming by down the street. Everything was perfectly still, and then I I walk towards your house, and you come out, and you're wearing a sheer white outfit, and you have a dog floating next to you, and you start floating to me. <clears throat> and and I'm like okay you know and he felt comforted by this angel and he's like it was so amazing well he passed away about a month ago now and when I talked to his brother he said you know Christy, I didn't like talking to my brother he was so angry I couldn't stand talking to him I I would avoid calling him he goes but something happened in the end he was he was filled with joy. And um, he stopped being so angry, and I was so happy to talk to him. And I thank you for what you did to help my brother. And it's just amazing to be used by God.
0: Thank you. That's wonderful. Uh, Yes. All right. I lost track of our list. I know that uh, Sarah will will be our closer, but was there anyone? All right. Debbie. Debbie. And Dan all right we got we got we got horns on deck that's their last name
7: okay. Sorry. well I'll make it really quick um, because I talked earlier <laughs> about it but um, the scripture um, when I was a little kid I had this little poster on my little lamb and it said um, John three first John three one and it, so that was my favorite scripture and I realized as I was thinking, scripture kind of came to pass this this year in my life um he said look at one this is what john first john 3 1 says look with one the depth of the father's marvelous love that he's lavished on us he has called us and has made his his very own beloved children um that it's been my favorite verse for years and I realize that's what he's done. It's been a great year for me. <laughs> I mean, we've had some ups and downs, but um, he's really lavished his love on me and made me realize that I'm his child and and what all that means. Um, and through the healing that I've gone through and the expression that I've been able to do um, for my love for him, and he's given it back to me. Oh. And... Um, i'm hearing his voice more clearly than i have in a long long time and so just short quick testimony it's been a great year (laughs) and i look back at 2019 and i'm like wow i've prayed and prayed and prayed god i want to feel your love i want to experience you you know i've been a christian my entire life and um and this year it finally happened and and i'm thankful
0: wonderful thank you debbie
8: I don't speak in front of crowds, so here's a fun time. Yay! <laughs> uh, this year was a year of learning for me. Uh, I graduated college, which is obviously learning, and I was taken to Portland to learn a bunch of amazing things in a big church. Uh, but most importantly, God taught me how to love again love life. Um, In middle school and high school, it was really rough to the point where I don't remember most of it. And I became a very bitter person, and just kind of a person who was just, it's okay, it's fine, and had no emotion. And I've learned to... I was... Broken down this year, and God brought me back up. And it's just been a long year, but a good result. And yeah.
0: Wow. Um,
8: wow.
0: I, I so admire you. You coming up and doing that, especially knowing that coming up and speaking in front of people isn't like your forte. Um, God is so faithful and I, I want you to know how grateful we are um, to have you as a part of this church family um, you're an awesome young man God has incredible things for you I, I just want to pray over you before before you're seated uh, Father I thank you for Dan and Lord I thank you um, that you are good and that you are faithful and you are good and faithful for him Lord and in his life and so Lord I uh, I thank you that the things that you are doing, the ways that you are bringing fulfillment and healing and identity and strength to his life, Lord, only the surface has been scratched. Lord, you're still at work and you're doing awesome things. So Lord, I ask uh, for my brother that he would have eyes wide open to see you at work and hearts wide open to receive um, your love as you just poured out upon him. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, man.
8: I said I wouldn't cry, but that didn't go very far.
0: <laughs> All right, who else? This is
9: Kara Harper. Hello. I just have a quick thing. Um, when Mark was talking about labels, I was like, ooh, when I was... Sitting time with the Lord and just saying, okay, I want to think about 2019. And and instantly that label came, it was the year of answered prayers, is what I said. And I held that for like a week. Just move on. You know how it is. You're like, shut the door, just go to the next year. It's it's the year of unanswered prayers. And then I got to thinking about that, and I thought, you know what? That's okay because God is faithful. And it didn't matter how many unanswered prayers I had or still have. It doesn't change the fact that he is faithful. And I don't dictate the prayers are answered. I don't get to dictate how I think he should or when he should or how he should. He's faithful. And I think that's been kind of the last couple years is, is he faithful or not? Do I believe his word or not? If the fruit's there, if it's not there, if it's a good day or if it's a bad day, If I get my way or I don't get my way, is he faithful? And he is. He is faithful. And one of the scriptures I stood on all year long is in Lamentations. And it says, Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And sometimes when I would hit those days, I would say, But tomorrow his mercies are new. And I would wake up the next morning and say, his mercies are new. So I just want to encourage you. I haven't seen the answers to all of prayers. I haven't. But I will. And it might be in 2020, and it might not. But my heart is solid in the fact that he is faithful.
0: Come on up, Kay. Thank you for that Absolutely.
10: Hi. I'm usually not one to talk in front of people, but I want to say to Kara that God is faithful and He has answered my prayers this year, 2019. Um, first of all, by bringing me to this church and for me to be a part of this church. And um, by being a part of, I mean being actively involved in the church. Um, first of all, we did, when I started here, we were doing the soul search, um, or soul, soul care. Soul care. Um, what do you call it? Series. And so I, I did that. I, I followed the instructions that Mark was talking about, and a lot was revealed. And one huge thing that I've been hearing for over 25 years Um, I just had to be set free from. So I met with Kara and Mark, and they were kind enough to um, meet me, and I talked to them about the situation that I had been carrying, and uh, they were kind enough to, to listen to me and help me release that, which was so freeing. And then also about the prayers being answered. In 2018, my daughter was diagnosed with breast cancer, and it was triple negative breast cancer, which is huge. And but by people joining with me in prayer, and I don't know how I got through it because of all the added responsibilities and things that I had to do to help my daughter. But long story short, um, just before Christmas this year in 2019, we received the news that her uh, PET scan came back normal. So that was like a huge gift. And uh, so we're doing continued prayers because she's got to go through this for another five years. But our prayers were answered in 2019. So that's all I have.
0: Well, thank you, Kay. Are you coming out, Donna? All right. I'm very proud of our of our teens for for coming up here and giving testimonies. This is this is not. get used to it. You're gonna speak in front of thousands, <laughs> maybe millions. No. Yeah.
11: Um, so my name's Tana, if you guys did not know. <laughs> and so in 2019, it was kind of a hard time because I was starting middle school. And I be- before middle school, they opened that new school, Soaring Heights, and all of my friends went to the other school, so I didn't have the best friends. Like they were all always getting in trouble and I just didn't have the best friend group and it was just really hard for me because I was struggling in school I was getting made fun of and it was just really hard for me and then I was praying to to God like just telling him to like help me through this hard time and like getting me like a great group of friends that I could like trust and like I know they would be there and I always found them um but like it was just really opening for me that, because I used to be very doubtful that God would answer my prayers because I have a hip disease, and so I was, I know I'm going to have it, but he's healed it a lot, and so I just never was, like, very faithful that he would, like, help me with it, but he did, so. That's awesome.
0: Good
11: job, Tana. Thank you.
0: It is this awesome? Yeah. Anyone else? I have my back kind of this side of the room. Anybody from this side of the room? Are you coming up, Izzy? Come on, over here. Um, so, in
5: 2019, um, I started to go in level four gymnastics, and um, I started... I was really scared, but sometimes uh, my friends at school started to be mean to me. And um, so um, I was really excited to meet new friends. And then um, a couple days afterwards, I went back to gymnastics. They started to be mean to me. So I prayed to God so they could be um, nicer to me. So they started to be nice to me. And they became my friends again.
0: That was wonderful, Izzy. Yeah. Wow. Anyone else? It's going to be quick. Going once. Going twice. All right.
12: I kind of love being the closer. I've done it a couple times. Um, And I think I love it because, um, I don't know, I get so encouraged, right? And I love that testimony does that because, I'm oh, yeah, I had that this year. Oh, I didn't think about it that way. So I'm going to keep to the couple minutes. But um, I don't know. I just, I even have notes. If you look, I took notes when you guys mentioned scripture, um, when you talked about the faithfulness of God and answered prayers. Um, I wrote that down because um, I was reminded of what God did in your life. Um, when maybe I don't see it, like sometimes we don't see it in our lives, right? It's easy to see it in somebody else's. And so um, my encouragement, I mean, I'll get to my 2019, but my encouragement is to you guys is um, write down. Think about what was said today and know God is faithful to you. And he's good to you. It's not just the people who got up on stage and said what their year was like. It's all of us. Um, God is constant. So that's my word when I thought about 2019. Um, and was trying to think about who Jesus was in 2019 to me, right? Because, oh, Jesus is a lot, right? I mean, he's everything. He's our healer. He's our provision. Um, I mean, he's everything. And so I started thinking about what is Jesus to me? And I, I got the word constant. Um, and it didn't come to me till late last night. And I thought, constant, that's so weird. What does that mean? Um, and as I just started to kind of ask the Lord what that meant and and process that, and I went back and looked. I journal. If you don't journal, I really suggest you journal. I mean, it is literally like, it's like the replay of your life. I mean, I felt like I went back to my journal and started reading different things. And I was like, oh, that's where constant comes in. That's where constant comes in. So I was able to replay my year by looking at my journal. So there's a no journaling. Um, or just writing your thoughts or typing your thoughts or blogging it or whatever you... You do. Um, but I saw the constant goodness of God. So I start the year with my ankle surgery, and then it was taking forever to heal, and, and, um, and I had this thing hanging over me of, you know, it wasn't what they thought it was, and there's a chance that it could come back, and then if they did, they would have to replace the joint. Um, and so I saw in my journal, right, my constant, you know, going taking it to the Lord, giving Him, not trying to live out of fear, um, and and I had to get to that six month mark. And as long as the tumor didn't come back in the six month mark, then then it was a ninety nine point nine percent chance it would never come back. And so I got to the six month mark, right? In my journal, I have you know thanking the Lord just for oh I don't have to worry about it again. I you know that tumor is not going to come back. Um, just that constant in the good and in the bad, right? When when things got tough a little bit in our family um god constant he was faithful he was good um chris's company's had some ups and downs this year he's been good in the in the valleys and and good in in the mountains and i went for my heart appointment in november um and i you know i always pray lord's going to heal my heart i have a heart condition i don't want to have surgery it's going to be healed i mean i got that it stayed the same you know what i love is I could be easily disappointed in that, right? I could say, God, you healed my ankle, right? I don't have... I'm excited about that. Why can't you heal my heart? Why can't you make it, <laughs> you know, better, fully healed? Um, and what and what I feel like that the Lord has... Because of his constants, like, it doesn't matter if I get a good report or a bad report. And I got a good, like, hey, you've stayed the same. You're not any better, but you're not any worse. That's as good as I feel like I can get sometimes. But that's okay. Like, he's good. He's faithful, He's still my healer, even though I have a city heart condition and I have restrictions. He's still my healer. And and so I think that's really God's constant consistent in my life no matter what. No matter how hard things are, no matter if my job is going good or if it's not, no matter if I see the provision. And that's what I loved when I was taking these notes. Um, I loved how Andy said, you know, our plans didn't work out, but his plans did. Right? Sometimes we think we think God's not faithful because it didn't match my plan. And that's not true. God is faithful, and he has his plans, no matter if your plans are even considered. Because let's be honest, sometimes our plans are not good, right? In the long term, we're selfish. We're thinking, what's good for me and my family? We don't think about other things that are involved, right? I loved how, um, you know, I, I wrote down for Abby and Avery, like, the provision of God going before them, right? To get them into the schools they needed to be, to get them into the connections that they needed to at church, to get them the friends that they had. And then, even Dan, I loved that he said it's a difficult year, but the end result was great. And I love that, right? Because, man, (laughs) life is hard. And sometimes weeks are hard. Sometimes we have to find that little bit of joy in those small seasons. But overall, the end result is what God's looking for, right? He, he, it's the end result of where we are, our heart is. And so it might be difficult, it might be hard. But God's plan is, is God's plan is the best plan. He's going before us, he's gonna go after us, no matter what it is, financial provision, health provision, emotional, relational. He is gonna do it all. And, and he is there in the difficult and he is constant, consistently constant in my life, not shaking, not wavering. And I love there was a scripture I had and I remember it. Um it was Psalms one nineteen, eighty nine through ninety. And I love it because it says, Your word, Lord, is eternal, and it stands firm in the heavens. Your faithfulness continues through all generations, and you establish the earth, and it endures. I mean, all generation. His faithfulness is not just for us. It's for our kids. It's for our grandkids. It's for our generations that went before us. Like, he is looking at it all, and he's taking everything into play. So his faithfulness is not just for you. It's just for me. It's for everyone and I love the testimonies that we've gotten and I'm going to look at my notes and be reminded of his goodness when maybe I don't see it in my life I can be reminded of his goodness in case right the healing of her daughter I mean I can think of that goodness and think God is good God is good right.
0: Wonderful.
10: <laughs>
0: thank you Sarah thank you to everyone um, God is faithful to highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, the joys, the pains. Um, we, we do it about twice a year where we give the opportunity to to kind of share testimony and, and do what we did today. And I'm telling you, every person that gets up here and points us to Jesus, they're preaching, they, they're strengthening, they're, they're proclaiming God's faithfulness, and it enriches our hearts. So um, can we all stand? Uh, I, I want to take a second and pray um, before I... Um, Close us out in prayer. If we can just close our eyes, and um, I know that we have, we have more people watching this message on Facebook Live than we even do here in this place. And through the midst of all these, um, uh, of all these testimonies, um, I'm, I'm certain that there's people that, that they're saying, "Yeah, but but this is hard. Yeah, but my prayer is not answered. How do I declare?" That God's faithful when there's this big glaring unmet need. Um, I want to encourage everyone here, everyone watching, that when we call upon the name of the Lord, He responds. Now, what what I can't what I can't speak to is the timing. What, what I can't speak to is the exact answer for what you're asking God. But what I can speak to is the faithfulness of God and that that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be heard, shall be saved. If there's anyone here, anyone listening that doesn't know Jesus, and what do I mean by that? What do I mean doesn't know Jesus? Like doesn't have a relationship with Jesus. You haven't declared, Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, I give you my life. Jesus, I trust you with my life, my past, my future, my present, my all. I just want to ask right there where you are, you can call out to the name of the Lord and say, Jesus, I I give my life to you. I believe you. I believe that you are true, that you are healer, that you are savior. And, And I need that. And I want that. And I need a savior. Can we close our eyes for a second? For those that are in this place right now, if if you're here and you've never done that, but right now at this moment, you're like, yeah, that's exactly what I just did. I, As you were saying the words in my heart, I was making that declaration. And I'm giving Him my life, truly. I'm giving Him my life. Would you just raise your hand and lock eyes with me with all other eyes closed? Um, if that's you, would you just lock eyes with me and raise your hand so I can see is there anybody if there's anybody that has responded to that who's watching uh, on Facebook live would you shoot me an email would you shoot it to contact at impactrock.com and just let us know that you've trusted in Jesus today and we will respond to you um, because we want to walk with you we want to disciple you and we want to we want to provide a bit of hand holding and help you in your journey because you're not alone Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness, for your goodness. Lord, we thank you that you are true. Lord, I specifically lift up the unanswered prayers we have. Tell us in your words to not grow weary in doing good. So Lord, we even ask for strength to continue doing good in praying, to continue good and standing on your word and standing in your truth and standing by your name that you are good and true and worthy. So Lord, give us endurance. Give us strength. We ask it, Lord. And Lord, let our eyes be open to see when you respond, when you answer. Let our eyes be open to see your faithfulness in all. In Jesus' name, amen.